Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello everyone, welcome to Slightly Something Else. I'm Yancy Crucial and John Matis Lever. Hello everyone. And this week we're going to be talking about the GTA 6 leak, but before that, don't forget, we have a Patreon now, the old escapist does, to, if you want to help support the channel, YouTube memberships are passe, we're moving on. Uh, so, (laughs) uh, and so if you join the Patreon, what's the next goal on Patreon, remind me? Uh. The next goal is for you and Jack to play a game called Pulsar Lost Colony together, which is apparently a Sea of Thieves-like, but set in space. I'm intrigued. I've still been meaning to play Sea of Thieves with a group, but it's hard because I've got kids and shit. And so you've got your like, own Sea of Thieves. Yeah, yeah. Sea of Toothpaste Thieves at the moment. <laughs> but that's another story. It is. So, as yes. we are fond of doing on this uh, podcast, I have deliberately avoided looking up news of the GTA 6 leak. So all I know at this point is that there is a leak, so that we yes. can get some nice, hot reactions fresh off the bat when you uh, tell me exactly what has been leaked. Honestly, before you tell me anything, I'm wondering what all the fuss is about. I mean... Okay. Why... I mean, why... Uh, well, why should Rockstar be worried? I mean, what are they afraid of? That they're afraid someone will steal their idea to make an open world game where there is shooting and driving. <laughs> so I'm starting to think you might be the synonymous leaker who goes by the name Teapot Uber Hacker. Have you ever gone by the name Teapot Uber Hacker before? I might if I was trying to take the piss out of people who hack things. Yeah. Because that is the only way an actual hacker would call themselves Uber Hacker. Yeah. Yeah, just an Uber hacker. Yeah, yeah, easy peasy. Um, yeah, and to let people know, obviously we're not going to be showing any of the leak stuff because uh, we are very scared of uh, Rockstar and Take Two's lawyers, uh, which are probably going to sue this person um, into oblivion. So I'll be honest, it's because we're not set up to show footage of anything but our faces, isn't it? A little column A, a little column B. Who's to say? <laughs> Who's to possibly say? Um, so yeah, this happened uh, yesterday, late Saturday night, early Sunday morning on a uh, forum called GTA Forums. Uh, fittingly enough, a user by the name of Teapot Uber Hacker uh, posted a message entitled uh, "GTA Six America's Leak: Ninety Plus MP4 Footage and Videos," which sound like if you downloaded that, it would give you a virus. But what it actually was, was um, over uh, 50, 90 clips uh, in totaling uh, 50 minutes of footage ranging from uh, basic animation tests of like characters crouching and breaking windows. And you're seeing all the like code live and everything obviously very much in development to full on, you know, fully voiced conversation cutscenes to actual gameplay things like a Pulp Fiction-esque uh, diner robbery and the sort of mechanics that go along with that of, of holding a gun up to specific people and demanding things from them. It felt like a evolution of sort of the Red Dead 2, um, kind of like how you could 
uh, you had almost like a meter of aggression with every character. And mm-hmm. if you push the character, any NPC close enough to the edge, you know, they become antagonistic uh, against you. Uh, it also highlighted uh, two main characters uh, named Lucia and Jason. Uh, and so it seems like these are going to be your two playable characters that you can assumedly swap uh, across at any time, much like uh, GTA yeah, Five. Like GTA Five did. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, notable because they've never had a, a female main character, and, and that's Lucia here. Well, not uh, officially, they uh, you could play a female in GTA Online because that's true. Yeah, it is true. Which characters. has been their Grand Theft Auto for the last decade, so I guess that is very true. Yeah, I mean, that's um, what, I mean, the main thing that surprises me about the leak is that they're making GTA 6 at all, when they seem to be <laughs> raking it in with GTA Online the last few years. Yeah, when they're just, just counting the money. Um, and then uh, the, the other confirmations are it takes place in Vice City, and judging by from technology, it seems like it's very much a modern-day uh, rendition of... Right, uh, right, Vice City, uh, and and uh, obviously the details of exactly like how old this footage isn't known, except that some of the like some of the notes on the footage had mentions of like relatively modern graphics cards. So it seems like it's stuff from the last year or two. Um, hmm. And uh, yeah, the hacker also he says uh, t- the old teapot hacker claims they gained access to the Rockstar Slack account and just downloaded the videos. Oh, off shit. of their Slack account um, and claims so claims that they also have their entire Slack message history as well as uh, the source code to GTA 5 and the uh, in-development source code of GTA 6, which well, uh, they now fuck, say they well, want to ransom the, off. Well, fuck the contents of their games. I want to hear about this these Slack messaging histories. I want, <laughs> I want the juicy goss. I want to know who's sex- shit on the housers. <laughs> I want to know who's sexually harassing who at Rockstar North these days. Oh no! <laughs> See that would that would I'm gonna be honest the 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 juicy goss. I want to know what they like think of other games. Like what did they think when Saints Row came out? Like I have to imagine they were like talking shit in that Slack, right? They were probably uh, having a good old laugh about it. Yeah, um, and the uh, yeah the leaker. Uh, uh, claims they also the Uber hacker name. They claim they uh, recently hacked uh, Uber as well, like Uber the the car for service. And uh, they said that uh, they requested that Rockstar and Take Two contact them in regards to ransom after the post went unexpectedly viral. To which I was like, I do not. How well, do you think this was unexpectedly viral? Well, how the fuck is he going to ransom it, given that he's already released it? I think the source code, um. which in theory would be like. The footage is one thing. The source code seems like the thing that's like that's like a company's built on their on their proprietary source code, especially someone like Rockstar yeah. that clearly builds upon the same thing. It's uh, like for for decades. Um, well, what a great idea! Let's make ourselves a target of one of the richest developers, stroke, and publishers in the world. Yeah, who have a long history of going after uh, leakers. Like they uh, they went after an outlet that posted. Uh, a bunch of leaks of uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, like nine months or a year before it came out. And they beat him in court and forced the outlet to pay a million pounds to a charity, which I guess is nice that the money is going to charity and not to Rockstar. But um, mm. uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's interesting. So you have this, like on one hand, you have this is the first anyone has seen of anything GTA 6 because all we have from Rockstar is the confirmation that the next GTA was in development. Um, then on the other hand, you have millions of people viewing this footage and you're sort of getting this 
insight into how a lot of folks, I think, don't understand how game development works because a lot of people are just scoffing and poo-pooing what the game looks like. And it, well, it I assume be, it uh, looks a little bit unfinished at the moment. It, it does, yeah, <laughs> as, as you would expect. And I don't yes. know, to me, that's like uh, the equivalent of like judging a burger based on the merit of eating raw beef. Like, yeah. Oh, that's not probably not a good way to well, judge this. Well, it's like uh, looking at like the initial pencil sketch of of, of an artwork and going, huh. Yeah. There isn't even any blues or reds or oranges or browns. What's all this? I could make that myself. What's all this grey on white bullshit? He hasn't even erased the perspective lines. Yeah, no, it's exactly that. And it's also people saying this is what you've been working on since GTA Five, and and to I don't know. I was about to say to Rockstar's defense, which I they are the probably richest developer in the world, and GTA Six is going to be the best selling game of all time, so they don't need me at the defense, but. They were, after GTA V, they went ostensibly all hands on deck on Red Dead. And so this mm -hmm. game has only been in, like, true full development since um, Red Dead released, what was that, four, four years ago? How, I don't know how time works. Well, I don't see how GTA Six could have any kind of electrifying sea change to make it stand out against uh, previous GTA games. I mean, and by the sounds of it, I feel pretty justified in that stance yeah we've kind of we've talked about this with a lot of series how like just the the leap in technology has hit a point where it's kind yeah. of impossible to wow us anymore and in terms yeah. of like visuals or anything like i'm sure this will have more interactions and npcs will feel more realistic and everything but um, I mean, this is my like perspective me, this... as a this is my perspective as a like a veteran reviewer but i feel like there's no scenario that hasn't been explored in this space oh we're gonna be in a shootout and in a diner or perhaps in a street yeah i feel like i feel like what's what's it gonna do that's gonna you know be the the electrifying moment. I mean, what would you? So, so GTA Five is the the you know one of the best selling games of all time, or the best selling game of all time. And I don't know how it works now. Um, what what would you say it did? Like that that really like changed the game that warranted the hundreds of millions of sales. I think it was just that it was bigger. Yeah, it was bigger, and there was three protagonists. And there was that whole, uh, uh, there was a lot of emphasis on the spectacle of the heist missions and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and the, and the, pre the three perspectives giving us almost three different sides of what, like, you got the urban crime, you got the sort of the, the white collar crime, and then you got. I the guess, yeah, I guess it felt like GTA 5, GTA 5 kind of did everything. And then with GTA Online, just felt like the platform where they could just keep churning out the same stuff. Yeah. So dare I say a sequel doesn't really feel justified? I don't think I agree with you there. Like what I mean what makes any sequel justify like what's the what's well, the point of making Call of Duty? What, what justifies point, a sequel to my mind is where you take what you, where you've uh, gone to before and then you jump off that and goes to even add even more dimensions and go to even greater places. Yeah. I mean the Other, one thing otherwise again, it's like, just hacking out the same shit again trying to extrapolate from this stuff which seems kind of almost silly to do but it does seem like it's very much these two characters have like a bonnie and clyde kind of relationship 
So the idea of playing as characters who have an actual relationship, like some of the actual relationships in Red Dead Two, I thought were pretty good. Like in terms of well, game well, relationships, all of, well, all the Rockstar games had characters with relationships. I mean, sort of uniquely, Rockstar sandbox games have been really good at uh, characterization compared to stuff like Ubisoft, where it's always just about, uh, you know, save the world from the evil faction. GT, like Rockstar game, games have always been uh, fairly uniquely. And I discussed this in my extra punctuation video about open worlds, where the it's never about the open world; it's always about the characters. Like GTA Four was about Nico Bellic; it wasn't about taking over the city; it was about him yeah. and his struggles. Red Dead Redemption wasn't about becoming the most powerful person in the old west and saving the old west from external aggressors; it was just about being this one dude getting by. And yeah. GTA Five, I guess there was a bit more of that element of becoming like like more powerful, but ultimately it was still about the characters and their personal struggles. It was about the uh, the like uh, mentor student relationship between what's his name and the other what's his name, and uh, the sort of the third character as the sort of catalyst that threw a wrench in the works. Yeah, the agent, the agent of chaos. Well, then, in yeah. that respect, having two playable lead characters who are in again, I don't know if they're in a relationship. I just they, the thing people keep throwing around is like a Bonnie and Clyde kind of thing um, mm. between these two. I think could make for you know interesting elements, especially if the two of them have different personalities. Although, like, no matter what the personality of a character is, and Grand Theft Auto eventually just boils down to well, you're, you're both sociopathic murderous right yeah i mean that's kind of a given yeah it's a, yeah, bit, it's like a given are... of an open world sandbox game protagonist especially the gta flavor of you know cathartic sandbox where they just yeah where the idea is to just go to town you know what i always liked nico bellic as a main character from gta 4 because he always struck me as a character who could be both sympathetic and believably flip out and go crazy the way a player character would in a sandbox game yeah, and you understood his motivations and, and wanting to sort of start a new life in this place, and, yeah. and yeah. you know, it, it dealing with the American dream in a in a um, their version of a New York City, um, I thought worked really well. Yeah, I really like GTA Four. That's yeah, honestly probably my favorite of them. Yeah, yeah, I should probably do an extra punctuation in the future about uh, my favorite video game protagonists, just like separate from the actual gameplay and everything. Yeah, yeah, removed from how, like, quote-unquote, fun the actual game is, just the, the characters you like the most. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was interesting, too, some follow-ups on this, um, because aside from the, you know, having a clear divide of, of certain people looking at this and being like, Psh, this is what they've been working on this long and not understanding how games work. Also, the fact that this probably isn't going to be released for until 2024, 2025 yeah, and, or something. Yeah, you know, with, um, the, with, you know, AAA game design these days, everything you see at this point is subject to change. Oh, absolutely. Yes, 100%. Um, you know, you had, uh, they finally, like Rockstar came out this morning and they just released a statement saying, we're extremely disappointed to have any details of our next game shared with you all in this way. Our work on the next GTA game will continue as planned and we remain committed as ever to delivering the experience to you, our players, that truly exceed oh, the expectations. Blah, 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 um, blah, blah, corporate speak, so, corporate speak, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but the reason this was released early on a Monday morning was because, uh, sure enough, when the stock market opened, the, the Take-Two stock had a dip because of these uh, leaks, which I don't 
know why that happens. Like, I, I, I don't know who owns these stocks. Saw this and we're like, well, we can't have this now. This isn't valuable anymore. Um, so this felt very much like um, sort of damage control, um, which I understand because you have to. And then, you know, there's an outpouring of, of uh, developers taking to Twitter, like uh, Neil Druckmann, the co-president of Naughty Dog and the creative director of, of The Last of Us 2, which also had its own leak prior to um, releasing, you know, uh, said to my fellow devs out there that were affected by the leak, uh, we know it feels overwhelming right now, but it'll pass and one day people will be playing the game and appreciating it and the leaks will be relegated to a footnote on a Wikipedia page. In these um, moments, I always think back to Nando's. The chicken? Yeah, because there was a Nando's near where I used to live in Australia, and uh, they had a sign outside the, the window that said, the wait for your delicious, uh, characteristically sourced Nando's sandwich will be forgotten long, <laughs> long after the sandwich is gone. Perfect. I like that. So, like, no matter how long you wait, it's all going to be worth it because once yeah. you take a bite of that saucy little chicken boy, um, then I mean, everything's going to be fine. I mean, who the fuck remembers that TF2 took ages to come out? Yeah. I mean, that is the thing in the in the grand history of League. You know, we had uh, the, uh, I think probably one of the most famous leaks was Half-Life 2, the entire, like, Valve source code leak by some German kid. And then, like, Gabe Newell almost set up, like, a sting operation on him, which I think was very funny. Uh, the idea of Gabe Newell setting up a sting operation on someone and being, like, he invited the kid to an interview at Valve. Then, apparently, before he left Germany, he got arrested. But what if what if your interview at Valve would have been like that? You went to an interview at Valve, and it was a, it was a secret Gabe Newell sting operation. But they were going to sting me for giving their game a positive review, were they? Yeah. They're going to put you in jail. Maybe you said one snarky thing about it. They didn't like it. I did rip off a lot of Half-Life sound effects for my old adventure games, but uh, that, th those were released freeware anyway. Yeah. Well, there you go. So so it's fine. Um, so what do you, like, when, when a game, when something like this leaks, like, what are you... Like, do you feel sympathy for the or empathy for the for the developers? Are you just nonplussed? Like, do you think that this hurts, hinders, does anything to change anything? I think. Well, I wonder, as I said, why they feel they need to keep it secret when you know what are they afraid of? Someone like stealing their idea for something that basically only they can make. Only they have the resources to make. I mean, if if they're afraid of people spoiling the game for themselves, that's kind of on them. Why would you want to spoil the game for yourself? I mean, that's the kind of on the person like seeking out this media uh, rather than just waiting for it to come out. Why would you do that? Why would you spoil it for yourself? I mean, there's a curiosity, right? Like there's a curiosity because these aren't like spoiling. Well, you these know, aren't like narrative spoilers. Well, you know right? it's gonna be unfinished. You know it's gonna yeah. be unfinished. So, so the the onus is just on the person themselves, like the the average Joe, to not consume the thing. Yeah. I mean, in a, in, mean, a sane, in a sane world, no one would care. But unfortunately, we live in a twenty four hour news cycle, and so everyone's. A lot of people are, like, hearing about this that wouldn't have cared otherwise. Yeah, I mean, it is sort of like the Streisand effect, too, right? Like, they, yeah. by by trying to put the genie back in the bottle, it's just getting more and more, you know... Uh, I mean, what uh, genie? So they're, they're adapting natural-born killers. Who cares? Yeah. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, that's, I feel like this is going to be probably more natural born killers than Bonnie and Clyde, if we're being honest. Right, they're, um, adap- they're adapting the one scene with Tim Roth in Pulp Fiction. Uh, that's what definitely the thing that leaked seemed like the diner scene with, with Tim uh, Roth, Honey to Bunny. my mind, always underused in everything he's in. Uh, Tim Roth is wonderful. Tim Roth is, is absolutely incredible. Um, he's on She-Hulk. You're probably not going to watch She-Hulk, but he's wonderful on She-Hulk. Well, who knows? I mean... I started watching Sandman. Anything can happen now. The TV, the top of the TV show, Creme Brulee, has officially been broken. Oh, no. <laughs> it's happened. It's happened. You're just going to stop doing uh, ZPs on games and start doing on TV shows? Probably Can't not. Um, I mean, it's hard to talk discussion- about Sandman without sounding racist at this point. Uh, it's probably better not to talk about it, then. There you go. Uh, uh, there's also discussion around... Like, if game design, like, why game design is such sort of a secretive industry? Like, why people keep reveals and announcements and things like that so close to the chest, and then fans feel like they have some sort of a, um, you know, like, a sense of entitlement that, oh, well, I've been a fan of your things for X amount of time, so I should know what's going on there. Whereas uh, 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 Josh Sawyer, the design director at Obsidian, uh, tweeted out, the uh, the idea that devs are especially secretive is weird to me. What industries typically allow consumers to hover over their shoulders looking at what they're making at every stage of development? Subway. Where do these expectations come from that you need to know everything we're doing all the time? Subway. There you go. There's one. Uh, yeah, I guess. But there's even a back room at Subway. Oh, I guess. Well, <laughs> you don't know what's, what, I mean, what they, to do back even, there. They even bake the bread in full display. Yeah. That is well, true. if there was a back room in Subway, all you'd see is them opening massive plastic bags full of lettuce. That is true. I assume. And them, and them going back there and just getting very high. Yeah. I assume every time I go to Subway, the rare chances I go to Subway, it seems like everyone's very high. Well, you know, I, I take that point. I mean, in the creative industries, I mean, who uh, wants to read, like, the first drafts of novels before the authors are finished with them? Who wants to watch behind-the-scenes clips of TV shows before they've even watched the show. I mean, clearly a lot of people do, because when these things come out, they get they get pretty damn popular. I think the problem is, like, it's, I don't know, like, I viewed these things, and to me, I wasn't like, oh, no, this game's in trouble, like, because I, I sort of, I have a small semblance of understanding of how game development works, but I think the problem is when people view these and don't understand and think this is what it's going to look like when they play the thing. Like I remember uh, like, like paparazzi photos of the latest Batman movie. They were like filming a scene in a graveyard came out and it was from Mm -hmm. like a telephotic like lens from hundreds of yards away. And it looked kind of silly and people were tearing it apart. And it's like, this is not how a movie looks like. How have you never, like obviously these people have never been on a film set, never been on like a live production, like don't understand how things are created and so it's almost, they sort of yeah it's almost like it's as i say a product of the 24-hour news cycle that this is just media feeding media and the public don't really care 
this is just um, of interest to the people who want to like put out content constantly, no matter what it is. Say, so, oh, let's speculate for three hours on this Riddler costume we saw uh, a, a brief glimpse of in this trailer. I mean, there is like an entire cottage industry that is based around that, so that's absolutely yeah. a valid point. Yeah, and I guess that gets views. So when this sort of thing happens, it's almost like it's like a gold rush for these people. So let's all let's all deliver yeah. our hot takes so we can get the views in, people which ultimately which ultimately topics. is kind of meaningless. It's yeah. just the industry that's grown up around all this. And it's one of many things about modern society that you'd be hard-pressed to explain to, like, an alien culture that was asking you to explain why these things are important and so important that they make all the money. Yeah. So it's like a, like... I mean, so pretend I'm an alien from space. Greetings, human people, people. Why are, why are people talking about this GTA 6 League? Yeah. <laughs> they try to explain it to them. Yeah. Like, well, it all started with, yeah. Um, and it is like, I think that thing Neil Druckmann said, I think is pretty spot on that like this will ultimately become a footnote because in all the conversations people have about The Last of Us 2, that which range from very positive to very negative, um, rarely does anyone bring up, oh yeah, and it leaked a week beforehand. Like, no one really mm. cares about that, right? Yeah, this is just something to fill the headlines in the intervening times yeah. when interesting things aren't happening. Yeah, but it also just so happens that it's th this kind of leak about what is going to be the biggest game maybe of the decade in terms of sales, like judging, well, judging on how GTA Five sold. I wonder about that, because as I said, it's hard to imagine how it could feel like a step up. People might get the sense that, oh, we've like danced this hoedown before. I... I I, I think you are very much underestimating the uh, massive cultural sway that or game possibly, still has. Or possibly overestimating people. Or overestimating people that they actually want something different other than the next GTA just has a number at the end of it. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess we'll we'll both find out. Yeah, when, uh, when the Earth has melted in 2025 when this game um, actually comes out. Uh, does the uh, the prospect of it being set in Vice City is that does that move the needle in any direction for you? Do you think there's any like nostalgia of like oh maybe it'll like have a conversation with the Vice City of the '80s that we did in Vice City, or does the idea of Florida do anything to you? Is it still set in the '80s? No, no, no. It is set in uh, modern day. Right, right. Well, but I don't Flor know if there will Florida's be, like, signs of yeah. Florida's certainly at the centre of the American political situation right now, and GTA has always uh, satirised modern society. Yeah. So I guess there's that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty ripe that's a pretty fertile is the that's the word I was after a pretty yeah. fertile soil for holding up a mirror to the insanities of of regular life it's hard to imagine yeah. how they could come up with things for modern day florida that are more absurd than what's going to go on in modern <laughs> florida mean, that is the funny thing about gta is like gta has already is always satirized by pushing the needle a little further than usual mm. um, or a little further than real whereas like Man, the the gap between how the world feels now compared to 2013 is way different. Do you think 
Do you think they'd take a political stance? Would you describe previous GTA plots as political in any way? No. Um, I'd say no, GTA 4 has... Their GTA, politics are toothless. GTA 4 sort of rubbed up against it. Uh, yeah. Again, like with the with the notion of the American dream. But then again, that was like... It was a post-9-11 game, but it didn't really seem to speak at all to 9-11, right? It didn't, it didn't oh, feel it did like it was... Oh, it did have some references to it. Like, uh, the, at the start of the game, you can't access, like, the main island because it's been shut down because of terrorist threats. Yeah. So the, it, did, yeah. it did reference the post-9-11 America yeah. to some extent. And then what did... What, like, what did... What topical things did GTA V... GTA V were totally referenced post-9-11 America. There was that whole sequence where they tortured a dude. Oh, Remember? that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's actually that's 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 true. And I think Rockstar, of all companies, as you say, one of the richest, most influential ones, probably could afford to take a stance if they felt like it. Yeah, and I don't think they'd lose sales too much. No, I mean it would. <laughs> it would be pretty funny to see uh, all the uh, YouTube headline, uh, YouTube thumbnails of like all those grifters being like GTA gone woke. With like a character with little yeah. tears coming down. I think also, Rockstar are based in England, so if they yeah. took the piss out of Trump supporters, they probably wouldn't get firebombed for it. Yeah, yeah. So folks in the chat are saying that GTA 4 was super political about post-9-11. I don't think just making reference to something to me isn't like taking a stand. Because we torture a dude in GTA 5, but yeah. it never well, really tells us it's bad. Right? It sort of references the politics tangentially because there's this whole sequence in GTA 4 where you work for a secret government organization and they're mm. obviously extremely corrupt and extremely yeah. morally bankrupt. And uh, yeah, there's a whole bit where you do jobs for this like gay dude who's secretly going out with the mayor and the mayor is like hushing it up. Yeah. So it's got, you know, it's, it doesn't reference things specifically, though it is politics adjacent. Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it will be funny because uh yeah i don't know like i think and I, I, I honestly i don't think you could set a game in modern day florida without referencing like the the mega movement I, seriously so that's gonna be the interesting but also the thing is it changes so i feel like it changes so quickly that like by the time this comes out what fresh new hell will we have seen by then will we have like president DeSantis by then and we'll all be indoctrinated <sighs> into that um, I also just, maybe this is my ignorance of Florida. Geographically, Florida seems less interesting than the California. Of, what are you talking uh, about? It's got beaches and swamps. That's, yeah, that's, what a, about mountains? that's a whole two different biomes. It does have gators. I am a big fan of gators. Uh, I think, I think more, and obviously they like gators. They put a bunch of fucking gators in, uh, in Red Dead. You get eaten by a gator. I hope this game is a whole well, lot of gators. Well, uh, prob Gators probably won't be the focus. I mean, it's not a far wild game. If it, was, if it was the focus, that like the man, main antagonist was just a MAGA Gator. Maybe it's like a a Magator, if you will. A Magator, love it. Uh, maybe there'll be a maybe like the shooting pigeons in GTA Four. You got to shoot all the alligators. Sounds perfect. This sounds perfect. Okay, now I'm, now I'm excited for the game. I went from lukewarm to very excited at the possibility of Gators in our fake game we've created. Um, they can also we... do stuff like Disneyland stuff, Disney World stuff, which they've. Oh yeah, like, you, you know, taking do uh, Disney World. Yeah, and you could, I could, I could imagine like an entire thing of them trying to satirize Disney as a company because Disney right. seems like one of the few things that are 
bigger than Rockstar. The more I think about it, the more I feel like it could have been a Far Cry game set setting it in Florida. Alligators. Uh, oh, yeah. Violence. Yeah. yeah, yeah. River boats. Uh, yeah. Those, those weird little yeah jet boats. Um, there are cities in Florida, you know, there's Miami. There's Miami. Miami's great. Miami's got its own, like, uh, personality. Yeah. Shall we go to Super Chats and see Let's. what the, the public have to say about leaks and shit? Absolutely. And remember, chat, our shows like this are funded by your support through memberships and through Super Chats. So if you have anything you want to say about GTA, about leaks, or about anything at all, get those chitty chats in. All righty. Just uh, refreshing my Super Chat list. Okay. Eric Cartman for $5 said, Sucks for artists stroke devs who don't want unfinished work to be made public, but it's reassuring Rockstar is doing something besides counting GTA Online money. Well, as I said, that was my reaction. <laughs> but, uh, you know, what's their, what's their motivation to do new things? Maybe they do have some, like, creative spirit left. I imagine they do, right? Anyone who makes things still wants to make cool things. Uh, ostensibly, yeah. Like, but uh, in the corporate industry, they also need to constantly make money and constantly make more money. Yeah. Uh, are we past Ollie Howlett's member chat? Uh, no, we have Ryzak next. Oh, yes. Ryzak gives $5 and says, Do you think the AAA way of producing games is starting to die out? Well, in the sense that there seem to be less and less big AAA games on that scale. Mm -hmm year on year, which is, I guess, an inevitable result of all the resources being diverted to these games that take years to make. Honestly, I'm perfectly happy, I'd be perfectly happy if it did, because I've been playing a lot of indie games lately and a lot of interesting indie games, and I'd be perfectly happy to focus on those the rest of my career. Also, so many indie games, when you look into the lineage of the dev, they spent X amount of years at a AAA studio, and so it almost seems like it's like the opposite of how in like sports there's like the minor leagues and then mm. you get called up to the majors it feels like in gaming you almost start in the majors you start at like a ubisoft or a rockstar or you know an ea and then when you're sort of fed up with the AAA machine then you're like yeah. i have a cool idea and i know how to execute on it and then you make a cool indie game yes yeah, while i was living in brisbane uh at, a, at one time there was like an injection from the from the state for uh local video game development funding so okay. for a while, there were a load of the, all these big studios in Brisbane. There were like uh, Pandemic, THQ oh, yeah, had an right. office, Chrome. Yeah. Was it one of the uh, Borderlands made in Australia? The, the pre-sequel? So. Uh, I'm not sure that was in Brisbane. Oh, okay. A bunch of, bunch of studios around. And then uh, all that money just sort of disappeared. All the foreign money went away. And all like the studios broke down. And then like suddenly there was like half of like half a million indie studios consisting of yeah. like four or five dudes and yeah. some of those really took off like uh, half brick was one of those the dudes who make fruit ninja and they made like squintillions off of that uh yeah it's great yeah even uh, amy now works at a an uh, australian indie studio there so. yeah there was a like a company called defiant that uh, set up uh from like uh, pandemic dudes after pandemic shut down and defiant Went on to make Hand of Fate, which did very well for them. Uh, for a second, I thought you were talking about the game Defiance. Do you remember no, that game no, Defiance no. that I, also I, had a TV show? I do remember that, and uh, I'm surprised I do, given everything. 
<laughs> I feel like that's something that we should just erase from our memories. Okay. Just a sec. Okay, now we're on the member chats. Uh, Ollie Howlett, yeah. member for 10 months on credit, says, I can't stay for the stream, but I've just started my university course. Can you A, wish me luck, and B, give me any advice for how not to die horribly in either Freshers Week or during my course? Uh, continue breathing in and out and uh, eating regular meals and going to sleep at night. Yes, do that. That is how you do stay that. alive. Also, just drink drink in moderation. It's fine to have a drink. Don't go don't go crazy. Don't be thrown up. Don't be old vomit Joe. No one wants to be around old vomit Joe. Well, I think everyone has to do that at least once. I guess you have to like, realize where the yeah. floor and the ceiling are. Yeah. You have to discover your limits. Yeah. Okay. You I, could be I've had fond memories of waking up in a gutter one uh, <laughs> in my early days of drinking. And, you know, you you learn where, you, where your line is. There you go. Uh, Stephen Thomas, member for five months on Early Access, says, congrats on being my favorite YouTube channel. Thank you. We did it. That's that's the one acclaim we've always strived for, being your you favorite gonna be YouTube an, channel. You think there's going to be like a, an award? And are we only going to get one? And who's gonna, is Nick going to take it? And like well, that's up to Stephen Thomas. Oh, that reminds me of like, do you remember like all Web 1.0 days when it seems like every fucking site had awards? Yeah. They just like, site like, like, like 12 dudes went to had, would give out an award to some other site that 12 dudes went for and then they display all their awards on the front page yeah. and some of them were yeah. really horribly designed. Yeah, it felt like a, like a real nice circle jerk, like just a real like wholesome circle jerk. Uh, remember before it went mainstream, I don't know, everyone oh, oh. just happily jerking off together in the dark. Before it went mainstream, Hot. someone turned the lights on and everything was ruined. Yeah, hot creamy fart. Member for five months in early access says, "Forget GTA. What about Interstellar Bum Pirates Three? Reference to my novels. Reference to my novels. Ingratiate, ingratiate. Well, quite hot creamy fart. <laughs> All right, the dogmatic director." gives five dollars and says i'd say let's have gta in london again but i genuinely forgot that watchdogs legion already came out not that long ago also there was that game what was it the getaway the getaway that was set yeah, in that london. was like a sony first party game yeah and i think what that game illustrated is that london isn't that interesting a city it's very flat yeah. and very gray yeah there's only like how many how many like quote-unquote interesting cities are there like in terms of like as a as a video game play space. Well, in terms of you know, uh, I think it comes down to that city having a distinct identity. Yeah, like, like I think New San Orleans. Francisco is one of those places. San Francisco, New Orleans, New, Orleans yeah. New York City, all of these. Yeah. Uh, when you when you picture these cities, you you there are things that you picture in contrast to things like to places like St. Louis. Yeah. Or you got that arch. Omaha, Nebraska. I thought you were going to say Kansas City, and then Nick would have been very sad. I don't think about anything when I think of Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, no. <laughs> Shout out um, to Omaha. Any, anyone in the chat? Yeah. London. Although, I guess London's interesting in, a sense, in the sense that uh, it's one of those old European cities that grew up over centuries from, like, the initial winding goat tracks, and that's why they're mm -hmm. all really perplexingly laid out now. Yeah, yeah. See, when I remember when GTA London, like the 1969 expansion for the original GTA came out, I remember reading reviews that was like, this doesn't feel much authentically like London because it's all like grid-based blocks, the way an American city's laid out. Yeah, like if you try to do a realistic London, does that make for fun car chases and, and long drives and stuff? I think you'd probably smash into 
a grade C listed building and get arrested if you tried having a car <laughs> chase in London. <laughs> uh, Nikhil Nayak gives a hundred rupees and says, Hey, Marty, what's the prescription numbers on your Coke glasses? Uh, I'm, I'm legally blind without my glasses. Nice. And uh, I don't actually know what my number is, but I need to get new glasses very soon because um, I've had these for like four or five years, and the enamel, like the anti-scratch enamel on them, has started to become like sort of like, not like peeling, but like fading, and it's like... There's like a, a sheen that I can't wash off. It's like an mm. internal sheen. And so at this point, I should probably just get new glasses. Yeah, last last time I went to the optician, I asked them for a copy of my like uh, prescription numbers. And the reason why I did is because I wanted to order prescription lenses for my VR headset. Oh, yeah. And you can do that. I just went to a website, entered all the numbers. And uh, now I can use my VR, my my MetaQuest 2, without having to cram my glasses in there with me, which was That's always kind of a painful prospect. That's an incredible idea, actually. Was it hard to replace the lenses? Like, in the... In the no, 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 they just snap on. Oh. They snap sure. on and off, easy peasy. That's good to know. Although they only work for MetaQuest 2. Not, they don't oh, like gotcha. It. They don't you like can't just uh, pop them into, like, a PSVR or whatever? No, not any old... Yeah. VR headset will do, but... You know, MetaQuest 2, probably still the best one on the market. Yeah, there you go. Nick Prime gives $5. Says the big issue is that it was obtained via a hack which hurts consumer confidence. That's the headline, in my opinion, especially for a live service company. I think so many, like, big companies have been hacked. It's sort of white noise for the news-reading public at this point. Yeah, it's it's if you were to say I'm not going to give my money to this company that's been hacked, you would have a very yeah. There are very company. few companies you could still give your yeah. money to with that revolu revolution resolution. Yeah. I actually wasn't thinking about this in terms of like hurting consumer confidence. In wait, do I want them to have my credit card information? Because yeah, that ship sailed. If you're worried yeah. about that, that ship sailed a <laughs> long time ago. Yeah. Uh, Geldon Yeech, member for ten months, tip jar. That's all it says. No message or anything. You Thanks, I guess. An incredible tip jar. Uh, Seth Foss, member for 20 months in early access, says, I would give draw streams for watching the process. Uh, I would give money to drawing streams, maybe, for watching the process. Uh, I'm sure there have to be drawing streams, right? Someone draws yeah, yeah, yeah. something over the course of X amount Lot, of time. Yeah, lots yeah. of online artists do streams of themselves yeah. doing their work. Yeah. Um, I was thinking yeah, of doing I mean, a stream of uh, me like working on the game. Except I imagine it would probably just be like two minutes of me typing code and then an hour of me procrastinating on YouTube and wandering around the office and snacking. <laughs> See, that's just getting a, a full look inside of uh, what it takes. I know Jamate did a 24-hour charity stream of going through the whole process of making a video essay on um, like Doki Doki Literature Club. And so he started mm -hmm. by playing the game. And then like writing the thing and then editing the footage and doing the VO. I think the whole 24 hour stream seems fucking insane. And I've told mm. them that's probably not healthy for you. Um, but uh, there, there is an audience. People want to see how the sausage is made. I think it's just that in those streams, the creator is, is providing consent for you to watch. Right. Whereas with this, Rockstar has had their thing stolen, which is not. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, now I'm talking about it. Maybe I should do a stream of me working on the game just to motivate me to actually sit down and I mean, do the work on it. <laughs> That would, because if you just be start dilly-dallying on YouTube, people will be like, what the fuck are you doing, Yahtzee? Yeah, shit, shit, shit. Cody, Cody, code. Testy, testy, yeah. test. 
Well, I won't do it right now because I'm still working on like I'm working on like the final sequence of the main plot for the campaign, Ooh. and I don't want to spoil that. But after That's that, true. I'm going to do some like gameplay mix-ups. So maybe, well, you know, who knows? Really cool. Patent Pike gives five dollars. Says, have either of you played or aware of the AC One Director's Cut? I assume Assassin's Creed. The story missions are less repetitive, and the combat is a bit smoother. I hadn't heard about it. I've never even heard of Assassin's Creed Director's Cut. Was that like officially released? Yeah, or like a weird. Oh, I guess there is a game called Assassin's Creed Director's Cut. Uh, it was the best way for PC gamers to experience the game and crew. Yeah, I guess it's just on PC. I I never knew. I mean, I knew yeah. like Dark Souls Two had like a director's cut where they changed all the monster placements and shit. But I never yeah, knew yeah, Creed I had that. one. <clears throat> um, strange. I think it was like Ubisoft trying to be like, "Look, we did a good PC port and we added things to it. Please don't be mad at us." Well, good PC ports certainly are newsworthy. Yeah. Yeah, all looking forward to how much Persona Five is fucked up. Hey, Soul Hackers was great. Just have to turn off all those things before you start yeah, and everything will yeah, be fine. Yeah. <clears throat> Gildon Yetich gives $5. Says, I think the real issue with the leak is they wanted marketing to carefully manage the reveal for maximum hype and profit, but now it's harder to do. Well, it's just, you know, just, if anything, it just puts a speed bump on their road that they can now work around and maybe the job will be a little more stimulating now that they've had a little curveball thrown at them. Yeah, I don't uh I don't imagine this will in any way shape or form hurt the game's eventual sales or hurt the number of people who are going to when when we wake up some morning and there's a trailer for GTA 6, I don't think anyone's going to be like, "Well, I watched that leaked footage, so I don't need to watch this." Like I think it'll still be fine. Um I mean, it is interesting though because you do like you know, devs aren't the ones who choose when their game is shown off. That's, you know, the marketing team and the publishers and everything. So, um, yeah, often it's a completely different company doing the marketing. That's why uh, blurbs sometimes don't reflect the actual product at all. Yeah. Yeah. And Nick in the chat says, I don't understand why people think it's a big point to make about marketing. We wouldn't want adventures and I leaked before it's ready. So of course, marketing would be pissed about that. I suppose. Morink75 gives 10 Canadian dollars, says, I have no question. I'm just glad to be on TV. Oh, my I, gosh. I guess we're on TV in the sense that most smart TVs can uh, let you watch YouTube these days. Yeah, but I watch a lot of YouTube really on have the, Yeah, well, it does, being on TV doesn't really have the cachet it used to have. That's true. That's true. I have Unless actually like been on actual it. TV. I've been interviewed <gasps> by TV News. Incredible. Did you do and, good you know, or did you cry? Well, I got the impression that I got like a fraction of the audience that we get on the internet. Yeah, I mean, that is true. <laughs> yeah, anyone who's like uh, watching TV TV for video game stuff is probably not great. Yeah. John Connor gives five Canadian dollars. Says passwords and emails are the only reason I'd care about a leak, especially those that require them. Looking at you, Ubisoft and subscription of Morpagas. Yeah, I think I, I guess I saw this touched upon somewhere. I forget where, but if you're going to leak from a company, leak you know, that there's an internal sexual harassment investigation or, like, be a whistleblower, leak that people are being forced to work overtime. These are the things yeah. that are important to know. If you just leak, yeah. if you just spoil the shit they're making, that's just, that's just being part of the system, man. 
Yeah, and I don't know what like they're, they're, I don't they're, I don't think they're trying to sound like they're doing this for justice or anything. They must yeah, have no, yeah, that's and... not being Robin Hood. I thought the yeah. hackers wanted to be Robin Hood. Yeah, I exposed to, like leak leak like a complete list of salaries to everyone who works at the company. That's yeah. that's yeah, always a that's always a wrench in the works. Something that can cause a legitimate change. Yeah, be the change you want to see in the world. Exactly. Who's, who said that? Was, that? that was about video game leaks. Uh, that was Gandhi, I believe. Uh, yeah. Great guy. Just Never say. leaked anything. Except out of his nappy. Ah, classic Gandhi burn. An obvious metaphor for climate change gives five euros and says the GTA 6 leak is so early in development it looks like a finished Ubisoft game. Oh, snap. <laughs> we need a rim shot sound effect. Yeah, I guess um, I'd, have, I'd have assumed they'd be further along by now, but as I said, they were like making Mad Bank from GTA not online for so long. I wondered why they felt the need to make a sequel. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, and they are very, uh, you know, while, while we have certain AAA devs who are being more like open about their development, um, sometimes that can come and bite them in the ass. Like, I thought Cyberpunk was pretty open in its development, and then the game came out, and a bunch of the stuff they promised wasn't in there, and then everyone got mad at it. Uh, yeah. But now it sounds like two years later people are enjoying it, so that's good. So good for Cyberpunk. But yeah, we're seeing that now even um, with the, the Dead Space remake um, that EA Massive is doing. EA's been like almost every month releasing like a little dev doc. Um, this is how the sound design came to be, and this is what early prototypes of the physics engine looked like. And you know, I think it's a very small amount of people who give a shit about it, but I'm one of those people, and so I find it interesting. Cedar uh, Jio gives 19.99, ooh, money bags, and ooh. says GTA has since at least San Andreas been political. I think the the specifics of what those politics are can frequently come off muddled and confused. Trevor tortures a guy, then in the next scene he's condemning his actions. Yeah, I remember that. I remember being confused about how we were supposed to take trevor as a character were we supposed to like consider him a monster or just a sort of lovable rogue because i think I mean, the game sort of played both strings at different times yeah because he was like the source of a lot of like zany comedy and and like yeah but then he like wild card shit then he sort of viciously and cold-bloodedly murders a previous gta protagonist in his like his first scene in the game yeah yeah and so you're like well what are we what are we actually doing here yeah. um yeah, I guess it's more like, to me, everything is political. Like, almost every piece of art has something to say about politics, but it's ultimately like, what is that thing you're saying, or what are you portraying? And that's what differentiates like something that's like has something truly meaningful to say, whereas something is just like, look, we I shot a guy and his blood splattered on the American flag. How political? That kind of thing. Well, speaking of, that guy, you know, gives $2 and says, do you think they'll make a QAnon parody? Dianon? I would be I would be disappointed if they didn't. Let's say that. Yeah. I mean, you, you kind of have to deal with, like, yeah, QAnon MAGA stuff if you really want to satirize modern-day America. like, and, and which they have never shied from. Yeah. Satirizing, yeah. like, uh, modern-day uh, culture. Yeah, and if they it's didn't, just now that culture satirizes itself to begin yeah. with, so it's kind of hard to. And if they didn't satirize that. it, I would take that as cowardice. I would take that as them, you know, not wanting to speak truth to power in case power comes and burns down their house. 
it's and funny, I think it feels. I think you know we kind of need more things to take to be willing to take things to task in the face yeah. of genuine physical threats. Yeah, and I think especially when it's something with the massive reach of uh, of of Grand Theft Auto. Like oh, yeah, that's, yeah. It's funny. It seems like Grand Theft Auto and South Park are the only two things where people sort of have this expectation of take. You got to take a stand politically. Um, so, yeah, like, you know, you got you got to have to speak to the moment. Um, like we get it in other forms of art, you get like mild forms of it in in the sort of popcorn Marvel and Star Wars movies and shit like that. Well, but, South um, Park has always, you know, deliberately set itself up to satirize like up to the minute thing. They make a big thing of how they can like create an episode in a week or even less. Yeah, I remember them being able to comment on the Alien Gonzalez thing in that yeah. week's episode. Blew my fucking mind for how quickly they turned that around. Like it was, it was, yeah, like yeah. you said a week. As for GTA, uh, I don't know. I guess they, uh, I don't know. They set the precedent that they comment on modern society, so now they're expected to. I guess it's as simple as that. Yeah, and it'll just be interesting because this will be their first game commenting on modern society since it feels like society has changed dramatically over the last, since well, GTA. Twice. Five has released, and obviously, like you know, Red Dead came out in that space, but Red Dead was a cowboy game, so it didn't. Really I think too many that. things are uh, falling into the trap of wanting to wallow in nostalgia rather than comment on the current day situation. I think we need I mean, more like a satirical comedy that's willing to hold up a mirror to the present. Yeah, I don't know. Is part of it that the present changes so quickly now that by the time something can actually be made, it feels out of date? Like, oh, I think. Uh, a lot of the aspects of the present situation have been around for a while now. Yeah. Just takes a little bit of digging. Or took a little bit of digging. Doesn't take any digging now. So anyway, yes, moving on. Uh, Bajango gives $5. It says, does having multiple characters detract from having a stronger story-stroke character arc, comparing 4 to 5, for example? Um, well, not so much as long as, you know, all the characters have a strong contribution to the arc. I mean, as I said, in 5, there was that sort of three-way arc, and part of the arc was the relationship between Franklin and Michael. Is that their names? Like Franklin, Michael, and Trevor, yeah. Yeah, Franklin, Michael, and Trevor. And Trevor, as I say, was like a catalyst. So I think that there was a strong dynamic there. Yeah. I mean, I also think... I, I, I would think, like, modern consumers of art are able to handle multiple characters for an arc um, yeah they're just, they're just different I mean, approaches i guess yeah if you look at stuff like you know game of thrones or Mad Men or better call saul like these these lauded shows succession um these are all yeah. shows that deal with a there's like ostensibly no capital m main character of those shows um yeah i mean and, if you look and, at tv shows like breaking bad that's a really mm -hmm. good focusing on one character thing, but then you something like Star Trek The Next Generation, where you, there's an ensemble cast, and a lot of the fun is in watching the interplay between the personalities. Yeah. It just takes yeah. different approaches. Yeah. It's also the the characters they've shown off from the leaks. It's like, so Lucia is a Hispanic woman, and Jason seems just like a traditional Florida hillbilly. Is um, it me, or is there sort of a stereotype of, like, a Hispanic women being, like, uh, crazy violent types, especially in the video game world. 
I mean, there there might be. I mean, it seems like because I think Saints I mean, Row did like the same time, thing. If you, I think, I, I think one of the like the voices for female characters in Saints Row games was like the the fiery Latina. Yeah, maybe that is like an easy crutch for them to to yeah lean on. Yeah. George Jones says, "Yeah, as a Puerto Rican, I can confirm." So yeah, there you go. yeah. I mean, I guess white women have their own stereotypes, and violent GTA protagonist doesn't really fit in there. No, they would just call the cops on someone who's not actually doing something illegal. Ha-ha. Well, ah. that, there you go. That's the kind of modern-day satire we need. We did it. Shantanu Bhatia gives 1799 AED. That's Arab Emirates Dinari, isn't it? Sounds right, yeah. And says, in hindsight, it's very impressive there wasn't a big leak from Valve during their big single-player drought between Portal 2 and Half-Life Alex. Well, Valve, compared to other like huge game developers, Valve is a comparatively small company. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's only like uh, I mean, when I uh, went and visited them back in 2008, there was only like 100 people worked there. And also, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, they just have the Washington location, right? It's not like Rockstar has several yeah, studios. Yeah. Um, Ubisoft obviously is a global thing so I think part of the leaks come from when you're trading information between 10 different time zones on different countries whereas Valve is everything's tucked away pretty pretty insular yeah yeah Uh, Jessamo it it is that being said it is interesting though that uh, sorry that between Portal 2 and Half-Life Alex that like some things have come out but like officially through um well like, the important like, thing to remember is that valve is founded by and consists of massive tech nerds they don't they don't have so much of the like middle management aspect that makes leaks uh easier yeah yeah valve is, is full true. of big old tech nerds and if anything's going to be hacking anything the, the kind of people who work for valve would be the people doing the hacking yeah <laughs> so true. they probably have the best defenses against hacking is my point yeah yeah it seems like maybe maybe this kid should should get a job somewhere. Whoever this teapot teapot Uber boy, another Gabe Newell sting head? operation. Do you think? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> anyway, Jessimo, welcome to credit. No message, but you know, welcome. Welcome. And Manuel Toribio gives five hundred DOPs. Oh, that's a new one. Go look what that up. What that up is up while right I now. read the comment. As a software dev, seeing those raw assets was a learning experience. Not a fan of GTA, but they are craftsmen. Studios should show more of the game dev process, often not approving of the leak, though. First off, Dominican pesos. Okay. Uh, second off, yeah, I mean, this was so this sort of goes back to the, the, the tweet I had from Josh Sawyer, the guy at Obsidian, saying, like, what other jobs do we expect this from people? Like... Yeah. Can someone walk into the collective your place of work and be like, I want to see everything you've been working on for the six months and I have a right because it's almost I'm like company as celebrity. It's like where you treat the whole company as a celebrity in celebrity culture. Like you want to know everything they're doing and take photos of them. Like the moment they leave the house. Yeah. Or is that far fetched? No, am I like, I... am I reaching a bit there? No, I kind of, I kind of feel like it's, it's, we're in a similar ballpark there. It's like, uh, 
uh, I don't know, a, sen- a sense of entitlement that I like. We now know, like, because of the internet, we have access to so much more information that mm. any human being throughout human history until now was ever capable of, and yet we're still angry when we can't, when there's things we can't know yet. And so mm. it's like, well, I want to know what that celebrity's up to, and I, I deserve to know what what Grand, Grand Theft Auto Six looks like now because I bought Grand Theft Auto Five ten different times because I'm a dummy. I actually didn't do that. I only do that with with Nintendo games because I'm a different genre of dummy. I guess it's uh, it all comes back to entitlement. Yeah. Uh, SVS Guru two thousand gives five euros and says, "Marty, have you seen Cyberpunk Edge Runners yet? And will you be discussing it on recap?" I almost bawled my eyes out. I watched the first few episodes and I'm planning to finish it all by tomorrow. Uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, uh, Yahtzee and and audience is the uh, it's the 10 episode anime series that was released on netflix right. by studio trigger who's one of the, the the preeminent anime studios um and it is a uh it's in 10 it's in 10 episode anime series set in uh, uh night city so it sort of speaks to cyberpunk 2077 you hardly need the ip for that do you i mean cyberpunk basically <laughs> just was a genre the game yeah, and I mean, also, like, was it, there's, like, a bunch of anime that if you would have told me, like, Ghost in the Shell takes place in that city, I'd be like, sure it does. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I will, uh, I'm probably going to finish it today, and I will be talking about it tomorrow. So there you go. Uh, and Alex English, member for four months in early access, goes, Toffee! Was, did, did we see Toffee, or was that just, like, a demanding? Is Alex yeah. English going to hold our uh, I did, source code I, ransom until he sees Toffee? I did bring Toffee up earlier because I'm a terrible fidgeter, and sometimes he's the only thing in arm's reach that I can fidget with. <laughs> oh, no! I need to get you okay. a fidget spinner. Let, yes. let, let Toffee rest. Poor, sweet dog. Toffee. He's a bit tired. I don't have your camera feed up. I'm assuming Toffee was there because if it was like nothing and you were making that noise and gave it a kiss, I assume everyone in the chat would be very worried about you. Uh, see, imagine if it was like a corpse. If I was just holding a dead dog, that would make people very concerned. I'm sure. What? Are, and we just refuse to answer any questions yeah. about it ever. Cedar <laughs> uh, Dior, member for four months in early access says i believe hf3 cancellation news stemmed from a leak uh help me out here what's hf home front three uh, hf3 no what help us HF3? out what are you HF3 talking about cdr dior game horror force three on play google half-life three okay maybe no. that was maybe that was supposed to be half-life but uh, Half-Life 3 hasn't been cancelled, as far as I know. I mean, does Half-Life 3 exist? I assume, like, Valve started work on it, like, 19 times so far. Yeah, yeah. So it's not a cancellation. It's just like, well, let's start over. Let's just, let's just, well, this was a sloppy copy. We'll start was, over. Was it Did you ever use the three? phrase sloppy copy growing up mm-hmm. as, like, a first draft? Calling can't, it a sloppy copy? Can't say I did. I use that phrase, and a lot of people don't like it. Nick does not like when I call things sloppy copies. So people are saying it it was Homefront. Well, I'm surprised they even considered making a sequel after Homefront, whatever it was called. Oh yeah, okay. Emmanuel. Uh, oh no, it wasn't Emmanuel. This was Cedar. Emmanuel was the previous person. 
Cedar oh. says, wait, it hasn't. I could have sworn Half-Life 3 had been canceled. Okay. So it is Half-Life but, 3. Um, I don't think they've even officially announced it. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone assumed Half-Life 3 would have came out following Episode 2, or at least we would have gotten it in Episode 3. Um, well, Half-Life 2, Episode 2 ended on a cliffhanger, which was a sort of tacit announcement, but they never came out and said they were actually making it because I assume they were doing the usual Valve thing where they wanted, you know, to just work on it in private and without having to live up to obligations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a very different scenario than, you know, when games get shown off. Like, there's games I've played at E3 that, you know, have been canceled afterwards. So, like, Fable Legends and Scalebound, like things you could go hands-on with and play and then they're like well this is never gonna see the light of day whereas if the thing hasn't been announced like yes there is no doubt that a version of half-life 3 probably several versions of half-life 3 like yahtzee mentioned have been in development and have been scrapped and then restarted um but uh Mm. oh nick said mark laidlaw released his plan for the story of half-life 3 but that's about yeah i remember that that. i think that a lot of people took that as a cancellation but it was never officially one yeah I mean, it's the end, like anyway, Elementary. Very anyway, much seems Half-Life, like they Anyway, Half-Life Alex then went and completely reversed the plan for the story of Half-Life 3. They 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 like retcon stuff, so now the plan that Mark Laidlaw published wouldn't work. Did you finish yeah. Half-Life Alex? Did you play Half-Life Alex? No, I still I still haven't. I've watched some of the video, but I was like, I'm going to wait until I, I don't have VR. I should get VR. Well, spoiler alert, Half-Life Alex ends in such a way to sort of retcon certain details about the ending of Half-Life Episode 2, which now makes Mark Laidlaw's plan obsolete. Mark Laidlaw's plan doesn't work anymore. Does it retcon it in, like, a knowing, like, how Final Fantasy VII Remake is changing things from Final Fantasy VII because it's, like, a game about loops? Yeah, it's an an in-universe retcon. Time travel is involved. Gotcha, gotcha. Great. Okay. Uh, I think that's all the uh, messages, actually. We did it. So I think, we'll, I think we'll wrap things up. Uh, thanks for watching, stroke listening to Slightly Something Else, where we were talking about the Rockstar leak. Uh, don't forget, uh, we now have a Patreon. If you'd like to support all the content coming out of this site, uh, check the chat for a link to that that will come up very soon. There it is. Thank you, Marty. Yeah. I did it. Uh, all sorts of great bonuses and goals to be had there. Uh, you could enjoy content such as the following. Go. Oh, my God. Uh, later today, uh, in, in two and a half hours, Jack and I will be back. He's nearing the end of his Jar Warrior run through Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. But I think we're going to have trouble with um, Malekith and a couple of, uh, couple of the late bosses. Um, but tune in for that at 3.30. And then at 6, uh, Jesse and Casey will be back with hidden gems and a game. I don't know what it is, but it's probably a hidden gem. Tell me about it. Uh, yeah, I, I, honestly, I don't even know what the game is. I literally don't oh. even, I, I don't know. I haven't seen the art come through, so I don't know what it is. Oh, Maybe boy, we're, we're really well organized around these parts. I think Nick knows what it is. That's fine. Uh, tomorrow, like we mentioned, at noon, uh, tune in for the Recap Live. That's our new uh, entertainment slash movie, TV, streaming uh, uh live show um we're gonna have darren uh, on nick says mayhem in single valley <laughs> is the game oh mayhem in single valley i've never heard of that i guess no, it really something. is a hidden gem it's i mean you were truly i mean the last one was death trap dungeon wasn't it and you were surprised yeah. that i knew what that was but i have no yeah. idea what mayhem in single valley was 
I think it's rare you could name a game and both of us are like, we have never heard those words together. But yeah. um, there you go. So yeah, recap tomorrow. We'll be talking about the new uh, Rings of Power episode, the new House of the Dragon, and I will be talking about those aforementioned uh, uh the the cyberpunk anime so yeah tune in for that and then we'll have more neo tomorrow with nick all sorts of great stuff and Check then on Darren's wednesday video. oh what do you got yeah i want to know what you then got. on wednesday uh, my next zero punctuation goes up uh, on the site and it will be on the subject of metal hellsinger Ooh. and of course i'll be streaming that on wednesday as well and then on thursday i got a really hard game to stream yeah yeah well it'll be well it'd be hard to talk over and stream yeah. Pretty easy to play, not so much to, uh, you know, be able to concentrate on addressing the chat at the same time. And uh, yes, uh, also I've got an extra punctuation on Thursday dropping that uh, is currently available to members on YouTube and Patreon supporters. Uh, but it'll be dropping publicly for everyone on YouTube. And that will be on the subject of live services, tangentially falling off the uh, Ubisoft announcements. Mm -hmm. And uh, that'll be it for me this week. Yeah, everyone just and be good. Adventure is nigh still on hiatus, so yeah, just good. spend your weekends masturbating like you used to do. Do you think Adventure is nigh stopped them? No, if anything, it encouraged them. I'd say <laughs> masturbation went up like a whole two percent in the United States. Thanks, Adventure is nigh. Well, that's yes. terrible. I don't want to think yes. about that. Why did Why did we bring that up, Nick? Why did you do that? Oh. It's just because Mortimer's got such a high charisma score. <laughs> hubba, hubba. Not adventure is nay, Dominic. That's the noise a horse makes. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yes, so I guess that'll be it. I was Perfect. kind of expecting another super chat to come in in the last minute while we were doing all that, but uh, no, I guess... Too busy, too busy mastering. Guess we didn't quite get the engagement this time. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Uh, see you next time, everyone. Bye. Bye, everybody. Oh, it's Toffee again. Bye. Oh, Toffee's back. You can sense it's walkies time. Bye. <laughs>